0: What's up everybody, welcome to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 64. Today we're defining authentic marketing, what we think it means and what it really means, because I think we're getting a little confused about the meaning of this new marketing buzzword. I guess it's not really a new marketing buzzword, but I've, I feel like I've been hearing it and seeing it a lot, um, and people are, are talking about it as if like that's a hack for marketing your business and for getting clients quickly. Just just authentically market yourself. So a short story before we dive into the deeper topic, but when you do a a jumpstart service with me, which is a 90 minute one-on-one marketing jumpstart. So it it is designed to jumpstart your business for the next four to six weeks. And as a result of that, you get a one-page marketing plan. Now, before we go dive into our one-on-one meeting, I do send you four questions to answer ahead of time so that you can kind of so I can get a feel for where your mind's at when it comes to marketing your business. So they're just four simple questions I send you know a few days before, um, and they're really just to help me gauge where you're at with marketing your business. And one of the questions I ask is write down any other thoughts, feelings, questions, concerns, or concerns you have about marketing. And for the most part, I pretty much get some form of the below answer. So I'm going to share an answer I got with you last week. So it's actually an answer I got from a consultation uh, or from a, a jumpstart pre-work, that's what I call it. And we did move forward together and completed the jump start. And so and it's been interesting to see this woman came to me to define authentic marketing. But in the same pre-worksheet, she said that she knows she has a service offering that is pretty drastically different than a lot of the other service offerings in the industry that she's in. So she she has a she's in a small industry, she's got a niche market. Um I said niche there, I usually say niche, but you know, so she's already got those things she's in that market already. So it's interesting that she came to me. Usually people some people come to me wanting to figure out who their target audience is or how to narrow down their market. Um, But she came to me looking to learn more about authentic marketing. So her response to the question, which was, again, just so you know, write down any other thoughts, feelings, questions, concerns, or concerns you have about marketing. And her response was, I'm excited. I did some of the marketing at my last job, and I enjoyed the challenge of trying to figure out how to best present content to our target customer audience. Now, I'm trying to figure out how to do the same for myself and keep it feeling fresh and authentic, not like something I've done before while speaking for another business. And that's it. So that's interesting, right? So she came to me Now that she's out on her own, she's having a hard time finding her voice, essentially. This is what it comes down to. As entrepreneurs, we can do it for other people. I I sit here and I help (laughs) you market your business. I help clients reach their income goals and their business goals year after year. And yet I have struggled with finding my own voice in the marketing industry. And part of that is because we're just inundated with information. It is very easy to get consumed by what other people are doing. Another part of that is, you know, I find interesting is that business owners claiming they want authentic marketing. It it really is one of the most popular reasons clients come to me today. And I'm going to, um, and that's why we're going to talk about this topic. And I'm going to define it for you. So did you know that if you look up the word authentic on Merriam-Webster.com, there are over five definitions with multiple subcategories. So when people come to me and say they want authentic marketing, I don't even know what that means. Like which form of authentic does that mean in relation to you marketing your business? Now, I think I have an idea. So I will share a couple um, definitions from... Merriam-Webster.com that I think apply here right and we could probably all agree that the definition of authentic entrepreneurs are using when they come to me and say they want to authentically market their business is this is definition two on merriamwebster.com authentic not false or imitation real actual <laughs> the sentence is An authentic Cockney accent. Number three, true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Is sincere and authentic with no pretensions. So I think those two is ultimately what we're looking to do in our businesses, right? As entrepreneurs, we want to be real, we want to be actual, we want to be true to our our personality the personality of our business the spirit of our business our character our integrity all of these things are very important when you set out to one build a business and then two market your own business what that tells me is this as a business owner who believes in what you have to offer what you want to talk about and prom- you want to talk about and promote it in a way that feels good to you and good to your audience and the way you define Feels good will depend on you. This is the thing. It all, your marketing entirely depends on you. You're in control. You are from everything from the business itself all the way to the voice and the messaging you use. Like you're in control of how you do this. You, yourself, your business, and your brand values, which is why I encourage all of you, if you haven't already, of course, to book a jumpstart with me, because defining your target audience, your mission, your brand pillars, and your goals will help you define what authentic means to you. So all of the definition of authentic is, is being real and true to yourself. So how can you define authentic marketing? It's all relative. Authentic marketing is going to look different for you than it will for your, quote, competitors, than it will for me, than it will for, you know, I have multiple clients in multiple different industries. I mean, all types of industries, industries that I didn't even know existed, to be honest. And we all of us market authentically because we have put in the work ahead of time in doing the jump start to be able to lay that marketing foundation on which then you can build everything else. Like the jump start is just that it's a jump start for your marketing but it's a launching pad for the rest of your branding for your marketing strategy for the the year you know this i get as a result of the jump start you get a one page marketing plan and then you get a four week marketing action plan so it's just next steps to take until our follow up meeting and that's it that's how you move forward in business but those next steps are entirely customized to you which is why it's important that we do this one-on-one now and this is part of the value that's lost when I do a jump start in a group setting like a workshop or some of you know that um, I do I do workshops with the small business development center here in Aurora and especially now that they're virtual that value is lost because I can talk about these topics all day I can define mission statement I can define brand pillars But when you're in a a virtual workshop setting and no one is participating, you're not getting that one-on-one feedback or you're not getting that peer-to-peer interaction to help you work through these things, to really get down to the nitty-gritty. Because I will tell you, this takes time. Most times these 90-minute meetings run over and then we have things that we can't even finish. Like a lot of times we don't come to the final brand pillars until the follow-up meeting. So another four weeks has gone by. You've had time to talk to some trusted sources, people that you normally talk to about your business. And then we come back and we're able to say like, okay, you know, here, I slept on it. I vetted it with my, if you haven't listened to the five opinion, whose opinions matter, you know, um, you vet it with your five opinions that matter. And then you've ultimately made the decision. Now, again, I don't make the decisions for you in your business. I cannot define what authentic marketing means to you. I can only help you define parts of your business, your mission statement, your target audience, your brand pillars, your goals. I can help you get there. I can help pull those out of you. Um, But as my life coach always says, I will say to you, I don't have your answers. I can help you. I can guide you. I can ask you questions, I can brainstorm, but ultimately it's not my business and I don't have the answers for you. So case in point, today um, I received an email from a client that I've been working with and she went, she chose some different brand pillars than I, you know, we had gone back and forth brainstorming then I thought she was going to land on, right? And I I made sure to tell her multiple times, it's your business, you decide what feels right. Like you really have to feel good about your business and be solid in what you have to offer. There is no wavering. If you start to waver, you're not really sure, that's when your marketing is going to feel wishy-washy because you're unsure. And if you're unsure, that's going to come through in your messaging and your clients are going to feel that. And at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, we're just one human trying to make a connection with another human being. And we can't fully do that without first understanding who we are. It's so critical to your marketing, especially the solopreneurs out there. I work with very small but mighty businesses. Oh, that's a good book. If you guys haven't read the book, Small Giants, uh, I want to say the author is Bo Burnham. It's a great book and it talks about the power of keeping your business small but mighty and why it's okay to do so. And if that's the type of business you're after, which means like you're keeping your your community small on purpose, then it's even more important for you to get specific with who you are as a business and what you stand for. You can't authentically market your business if you're letting fear lead the way. This is probably the number one factor that gets in the way of truly authentically marketing your business. So if you've ever thought of someone else's opinion before posting something on Instagram or if you have not wanted to offend someone so you held back, you didn't take that extra step. I had someone tell me that they did not post a blog they had written because they didn't want to step on anyone's toes. Let me tell you, if you are not stepping on toes, if you are not ruffling feathers, if you are not at least causing enough of a commotion for people to be like, "Ooh, who's this? Even if it's like, who's this bitch thinks she is? And you're going to say, here I am. Here I am all of it, because someone is going to be attracted to that. But people aren't attracted to people who are unsure, who don't know what they stand for. Like, how can you attract people with the same values of you and your business if you don't know what your values are? It doesn't matter what those values are, right? There's someone out there who can relate a hundred percent there. You just have to do the work. And this is where the target audience work is so important. I have an episode on that. You can go back and listen to that. Um, All of these individual pieces of your marketing foundation are so critical to you being able to solidly stand up as a business, as a brand, and tell your story and connect with people that want to work with you. Authentic marketing is what everyone is after because we see it as the antithesis of bro marketing. So if you don't know what bro marketing is, it's like if you've ever gone on YouTube, especially if you have like ever looked up business things on YouTube, you probably have gotten an ad that's like, hey, what's up? I made $100,000 in one day, blah, blah, blah. I just bought this Ferrari. And it's like, you know, they're filmed outside at somebody's, you know, supposedly their mansion with their pool or their fancy car. And you're like, nah, bro, this is not for real. And it doesn't make you feel good, right? It feels like a scam. It feels too good to be true. And so that's when, that's what I think. When people come to me and they say, I want authentic marketing, it's because what we want is, the opposite of that. We don't want whatever bullshit that is. And I agree. I'm not here for that. But I can tell you that that's not what real marketing is. Real marketing is authentic marketing, you guys. That's it. Anything else is not. It's sleazy, it's dishonest, it's however it makes you feel. Like real marketing, especially when it comes to marketing your own business where you are in control of everything that happens real marketing is authentic marketing. If you're doing it right, you're honestly making a connection with your target audience. So we're so caught up sometimes though, and what we're trying not to be that we end up forgetting who we are. Like we're so caught up in like, I don't want to step on their toes. I don't want to offend that person. Oh man, well, she's already doing it. So, you know, how am I going to say this in a way? Like, I don't want her to think I'm copying her. And I keep I keep using female nouns and I'm sorry about that, but you know, this can apply to men too, or whoever you are running your business. Um, we think that if we authentically market it ourselves, it'll be easy and that, you know, it'll just come naturally. Here's the thing, you guys, if you're truly authentically being yourself, it's going to, to It's the hardest form of marketing because it requires you to analyze yourself, really get to know your target audience and to show up consistently for yourself, your business and your audience. And by consistently, I mean having consistent messaging, consistent branding, consistently talking to the same people, consistently making the same offers, consistently posting your content like as consistent as you possibly can be and if you're doing all of those things and you're telling me that your business is not you don't have clients regularly reaching out to you or people reaching out wanting to work with you then my guess is you're not consistently doing something simple and consistent slow and steady that is authentic marketing As we close today, I'll leave you with some homework. This is homework I assigned to another person, actually a man. (laughs) Um, I don't get to work with a lot of men in my business, but I I do have a couple and they are they're awesome to work with because they're pretty extreme entrepreneurs, I would say. So um, anyway, homework I assigned to him last week was to look for brands and businesses that resonate with him. He was another one that came to me and said, you know, I just want to authentically market my business. Like I've been shying away from fully committing to marketing my business because it it doesn't like marketing in general just doesn't feel good to me. Um, and it was almost like he was a bit ashamed. People, it, yeah, that's a weird, right? That's like a weird thing that comes up that you're ashamed that your business isn't like your, whatever service you offer isn't so great that there's a line around the door. Like, you have to market your business. Everyone markets their business. How you market your business is up to you. So, your homework number 1, look for brands, businesses that resonate with you. Things, companies that make you feel good. And ask yourself, what stands out about them? Is it the aesthetics? Is it the messaging? Is it the content? Is it the human on the other side that's talking to you? Because uh, my best friend and I were just talking about this. So there is uh, one of the cookbooks I have is called Fed and Fit. Um, it's written by Cassie Joy and it's meal prep a meal prepping cookbook. So basically it's like loads of recipes where you, you can prep for a week at a time. And I love it and I use it all the time. I'm actually going to make a green pork chili from that tonight. So we were talking about it and my friend actually called herself a brand whore for this woman, Cassie Joy, and everything she does with her Fed and Fit brand. And so we were just kind of breaking it down a little bit. And the reason why she's so loyal to Cassie Joy is because Cassie, number one, she's consistent with her content, right? She puts regularly puts out a cookbook. She and her team are always sharing new recipes on the blog and on Instagram. They regularly do cooking tutorials and then they do a like recipe. I think it's like a weekend roundup, Um, you know, heading into the weekend. Here's what we're making or something. They're so consistent with their messaging. They're so consistent with their branding, but they're so consistent with their mission to feed healthy families in a way that is not like time consuming that cookbook is designed for working families that want to eat healthy but don't you know like we're busy we're gonna work until you know everyone works the kids getting dropped off around 5 30 like i won't be done by, from work until right before that and, you know my fiance will be home shortly thereafter that and then we're gonna try to you know you know the drill make dinner and do nighttime activities, like hang out and then brush teeth and read stories and all that. And so um, her cookbook is just great. But Kate, my best friend, loves everything about Cassie. Her aesthetics, her messaging, her content. That woman has just embodied, her brand embodies everything she's about. And she has built it to the point where people can rely on her They find her trustworthy. They know if she puts out a cookbook and she says it's going to do this, it will. So what brands? What stands out about brands that resonate with you? Why do they make you feel good? How do they make you feel, right? So I said to pick brands that feel good, but go a little further. Like how do they really make you feel? Does wearing Lululemon workout pants make you feel faster? Or new workout shoes, right? That's great. Sometimes I get a pair of new workout shoes. I'm way overdue for those. And I'm like, damn, these feel good. Or like just a cute workout outfit. And you're like out at the park. You're like, wow, yeah, I'm feeling this outfit. I'm going to work out a little harder. So you figure it out. And then as a consumer, would you pay them and why? So look for brands, businesses that resonate with you. Ask yourself what stands out about them. How do they make you feel? And would you pay them and why? Number two, how do you want your customers to feel as a result of working together? Feelings, emotions, marketing is emotional, you guys, especially if you're doing it authentically. If you're putting your all in and you're committed to this business and to helping people in whatever it is way it is that you serve people, then it should be an emotional interaction, Right? Even it like, especially if you're creating something like art or earrings or something, candles, I know so many of you that pour so much of your heart and soul into your creations and then you sell them. Like, that's an emotional transaction. And then number three, what's one thing that scares you the most about marketing your business? Why does this scare you? Spend some time thinking about it. What about this has been holding you back, assuming for so long, specifically, right? Those two kind of go hand in hand. And then how soon can you get this item off your to-do list? So if the one thing that scares you the most about marketing your business is you not wanting to offend other people. How can we move that off of that list? Really, realistically, the first step is to do something that you find mildly offensive and then realize that no one even noticed. I'm going to be honest. A lot of you guys out there think a lot more people are paying attention to what you're doing than they actually are. And on Instagram, I know, especially on Instagram, that world can feel very small sometimes. But here's another, here's the real hack, okay? The real hack is start to start muting people, People that are getting inside your head a little bit. You can control who's in your Instagram feed. You don't have to unfollow them. It doesn't have to be any drama about it. I will tell you, I have muted people that I know and I love and I respect because as someone who's in marketing, being surrounded by other people's like other marketing people in the industry can kind of cloud my mind sometimes, because I'm trying to stay laser focused on my messaging and my target audience. And it's so easy to get sidetracked. I was watching a puppy training video and they were talking about how like training is all well and good, but the real way to test it is to take your dog to a place that would be very distracting to them, like a park or outside or something, and then see how well your training's working there. So I would say if you're struggling with getting clear on your messaging and getting in touch with your voice and yourself to start limiting the number of voices that you're letting in and um, the number of the amount of information that you're consuming. So I'm actually going to put that one on the list too. So limit the number of information voices. This will really help you get cleared, but spend some time with yourself. All right, that's it for this week. Marketing is authentic. To say authentic marketing is redundant, guys. (laughs) If you're doing marketing right, it should be authentic. Just remember that. All right, I will have a great week as always. If you want to schedule a free coffee chat, you can sign up at marketinguninhibited.com forward slash services. You can also reach out on Instagram at marketing uninhibited, and there will be a short IGTV video to go along with this podcast if you're more of a visual learner or just don't have 30 minutes to listen to the whole podcast. All right, I'll talk to you soon.